Sograsa. Snowboarding, skiing, or tubing? Um, okay, so <clears throat> for those of you who know me, which is probably every single person listening to this podcast, uh, knows that I used to ski uh, the sh very short skis. They were called snowblades. They were very popular in the early 2000s. Um, I like learned how to ski, and then those were hip because uh, they were what were called twin tips. So the front and the back of the ski is more rounded. And the curve of the ski is a little different. So it allows you to use the front and the back of the ski to essentially steer. And eventually this technology made its way up into like larger skis, but I grew out of my, I loved my little skis until they broke on like the last one of the season a couple of years ago. Um, and I got a new pair of skis. I'm still, I'm still looking um, for like a good pair of like shorter skis because I enjoy it. There's snow's not, that deep, I'm not going on like super powder days where any like powder skis were in the Northeast. I'm not that good of a skier. I'm not trying to kill myself. Uh, so skis is the answer. Okay, you know, so the reason I ask, I know, see, I didn't know that I, as a relative newcomer, although it's been six years, uh, I, can't, I don't do well with things moving under my feet, whether it's uh, snowboarding or skiing I've tried and disastrous results uh skateboarding yeah i've almost broken my back uh ice skating roller skates nothing moving under my feet it just doesn't work i can bike that's about it uh so it, but if i'm laying down like on a tube I, i'm there for it that's th that's how it works for me uh so i i don't know i just can't, i can't do it I'm, I'm a mess on anything underneath my feet i i'll tell you which one the easiest is to do drunk and that's tubing well sure you can just lay down and go. All right, everybody, we've made it. It's the playoffs. On the Broken Cock Corollary, Ben Max, with me as always, is Christopher Grasso, the two, two beers too deep. On a pilgrimage to Wichita, Kansas, is the Wiener's Wien Dogs, Greg Marcou. I don't know why he went. Uh, maybe he might have joined a cult. We should check on him, but he's not here tonight. Uh, and with us in the booth, as always, is... Joe from Musa, the Moose Mayhem. Guys, it's it. It's over. The dust is set. Oh, We're in the playoffs here. What do you think of this last week? Oh, talk about football. Um, it was super great. Um, to Everything was super close. And like the game on Monday where like there was very improbable things happening. Um, I was on the edge of my seat. It was great. Um, I was already like 
doubled Spencer's score, so I was fine. Right. But my kicker had a spectacular game anyway, and it was just fun to watch. Matt Prater is a legend. He hit two 53-yard field goals back-to-back. It was a legendary status. About halfway through that fourth quarter, I was ready to punch the 11 seed, and then somehow, some way, uh, Matt Gay and Cooper Cup don't put up the two and a half points that Greg needs to beat me. So, dear God, what are the two yeah, and a half points from Cooper. That Cup. was back and forth the whole that whole literally, day. literally all I needed. I, uh, I, de- I need to get this out now because just a, po- a point of a point of how this season has gone, Chris. If I don't do that trade with you and trade Aaron Jones, and I start Aaron Jones yesterday, I would have lost, and I would have been five and nine. So the trade helped me in the end. Wow. Well, and that, cur- it also and that that's- helped me, I think. Oh, it definitely helped you. But like, again, then I would not have started, started Rashad Penny. Right. And, you know, after, uh, after all the games were over, you know, we were thinking that it was possible that a team that was below 500 would make the playoffs. For the first time, I had to look. That, that would have been the first time since 2014, a team below 500 made it in. And that was Spencer that year, but it, the seven and seven teams made it in. The six and te- six and eight teams did not. So the teams with the best records did, at, in the end of the day, end up in the playoffs. Kind of like we were hoping in new design when we did this. Do so you want to talk about the matchups, Chris? Yeah, I'd love to. It was super exciting. Um, it was tight. Uh, a lot of things could have changed, like almost like instantaneously. Um, and the playoffs shook out like in a weird. I, I like the way that they shook out. You're right. I like this new setup. I think the best teams got into the playoffs. Um, maybe not the teams that necessarily scored the most points. But... Right. So let's. Let's uh let's talk about the uh, first matchup on there, which is my matchup. It was the Broken Cox versus the Vinzaloons, and I had nothing really to play for, only pride. And the Vinzaloons did just enough to uh, beat the Broken Cox. I mean, he did score twenty more points than me, but it really was that there was no Jonathan Taylor. There was a big hole in my lineup. Uh, Vinny did pretty well otherwise, and this win got him to seven and seven. This was one of those key wins that needed to happen. And he got in the playoffs with this win. Yeah, it was, um, you could have definitely won that game. Um, but Derek Carr doesn't show up and Josh Allen, you know, that's why, jo- that's why he picked Josh Allen up. You know, Josh Allen helped made it so that Vinny got to the playoffs. So we were, uh, you know, poo-pooing his, uh, his traffic, but Josh Allen, Punches ticket helped him put. I mean, punches ticket to the playoffs. He almost scored forty points. I know. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong. He rushed for uh, over a hundred yards last week. Yeah, hundred nine yards he rushed for last week. Uh, Josh Allen. That's one number. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to another matchup where there was a lot on on the line for one team where the other team was locked in their seed and that's a uh, the Fitzmagic versus the dynasty and when when we boiled down to it uh Fitzmagic who if the t- season was flipped over he had a very much like a dale like season this year that dale had his first season where he lost all of the early matchups and he dug himself such a hole that his team finally got better 
but it was too late. So his team's going to be okay, probably in the mouth breather, even though he's finishing up with the 12 seed. Whereas the, the dynasties team just really didn't show up at all. I mean, Josh Jacobs was real disappointing. Rob Gronkowski, he's expecting to get a lot of points from him. Uh, it just was a, a middling effort. Yeah, I mean, looking across, Alvin Kamara was Alvin Kamara um, for the for you know he actually did what he uh, thought he was going to do for the whole season. Um, Hunter Renfro, great surprise, actually dropped him um, for just for for some noodles, I think. Uh, some some from some for, for some dried pasta. So I was like, here's a handful of elbow noodles, and I was like, no problem, sounds great. I'll drop Hunter Renfro. That was the dumbest thing I did all season. Um, oh, you're doing fine. <laughs> I know. I just like to think about the little mistakes. You know, you gotta always make yourself better. Um, but Fitz, you're right, is kind of rolling into these mouth breather playoffs, and I would not be surprised if um, he wins next week and is is all set. Um, and doesn't need to worry. Yeah, and uh, amazingly, too, he scored 137 with one player scoring zero points. Exactly. Throwing up a goose and uh, yeah. and still yeah. managed to pull it out. That Dallas Cowboy defense, though, um, really came out of nowhere. Yeah, well, I mean, even even without the defense, though, he would have won. So I, that just shows even with that big score, like he, he was sitting good. He was sitting pretty. And um, but so he, he should be you would think that he'll be okay for the mouth breather playoffs when his turn comes, he gets a bye week which we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on to the next matchup. So another team that desperately needed a win uh, and got it, uh, but unfortunately didn't mean much. Uh, it was the Moose Mayhem versus the Wieners Wien Dogs. Now, if a lot of other things had fallen his way, Moose might be in the playoffs with his uh, third most points scored in the league. Uh, and he did win uh, scoring 130.5 to uh, Doge's 128.15 both put up really good matchups you know Joe Joe's team's been decent all year that's why he has so many points uh, but it, it was just a rough bye week patch for him and uh, now at a 6 and 8 it's a uh, he's going to be in the mouth breather it is heartbreaking and you and I both have had the same sort of season where you score just a boatload of points um and you don't make the playoff. And I mean, and you, but didn't you end up being the mouth breather when you scored a lot of points? Did I end up being the mouth breather that year? I don't really know the history very well um, of the league. I should probably brush up slightly. Um, but yeah, it's uh, unfortunate. I'm pretty sure he's going to win. Uh, Joe has been very consistent all season long. Um, and it's unfortunate they didn't make the playoffs. I'm kind of glad he didn't make the playoffs. Um, but you know he'll fight for another season, and Joey Tanks, uh, he had a really good season. The six and eight record really doesn't show it, but he had a good season. Rashad Penny, what up? I don't know if uh, I don't know if the win didn't mean much. The win was the difference between the seventh seed or the ten seed. Right, but it's not a buy, right? You still have no, no, no. But it, it, it. I mean, I'd much rather face. I don't want to get ahead, but I'd much rather face Spencer over anyone else in the bracket right now. Because then I'm looking yes. up at. Then I'm looking up at who am I looking at? Deej would Deej have been the uh, the seven? So yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, it, well, he would have had to win too. So. 
Yeah, it's a it's 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 a tough road though, but I think you'll be okay for the mouth breather playoffs too. A tough road to hoe, as they say. No, just you. I feel like I've never heard anybody else say that except for you, and I love it so much. I think about it all the time. Anytime I see a hoe or a road that needs hoeing. Oh, we need to have a super cut of that <laughs> at some point. Write that down, Joe. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on to another matchup that meant a lot. That it was the division on the line because both these teams uh, needed it. There was no other way to get in. It was uh, the Keegs' success and the Show Me Atidis. And, you know, Keegan came in with, honestly, a full head of steam. Mahomes finally or continued to show up, I should say. Melvin Gordon, I can't believe that he's scoring so many points with Javante Williams. It's really that sort of Mark Ingram and Kamara alignment from a few years back that did really well. And it's it did Keegan well this matchup. Jimmy just didn't get the points he needed. I mean, Terry McLaurin threw up another zero. Uh, Ricky Seal-Jones also didn't do well. When you have two Washington players starting in the same week, that's usually a bad sign. And he just uh, came up short. And now he's in the mouth breather. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, Tyler Lockett had a huge game and it kind of meant nothing. Um, I mean, yes, Key had a great game and was rolling. Saquon is looking relatively healthy. Um, pretty heartbreaking for the TDs. Um but this mouth breather bracket, I'm having a difficulty seeing like who's like the immediate front runner, you know, for mouth breathing. Oh, I, um, I think I think it'll be apparent pretty quickly. I'm sure we're gonna break it down, but um, but I I I, I like uh I like Keegan's team right now. Uh, they they seem to click for some odd reason. Well, yeah, I mean. There are definitely two clear front runners in the uh, well. There's one front front runner I think in the mouth breather, and two clear front runners in the um, in the uh, the Alba. But I wouldn't be surprised if any of those twelve teams were either in the respective championship. Uh, it, it, it's it's definitely possible. This season's been so crazy. Uh, it's actually the I'll drop a little nugget of knowledge on you. It's the first season we've ever had where every team has at least five wins. Uh, so there's just so much parity this year. Any, anything can really happen as we go into the playoffs, which, which we'll get into a little bit more after we do these final two matchups. So we'll move on to another consequential matchup with the weak side werewolves and the big X bashers and both teams needed to win this to get into the playoffs. And you would think because the bashers are always in the end, always there in the end, as the owner himself likes to say that it would have been him, <laughs> but his team just didn't show up at all. And the weak side werewolves for the first time in their young history in the Alba league are in the playoffs, uh, scoring 118.25 to big X bashers, 73.15. Uh, even though James Robinson didn't do anything for the weak side werewolves, the Bashers just couldn't do anything to combat Adams and Rogers, who just had. 
the huge key for me here is that Lamar injury. Lamar goes down. That's a huge chunk. Um, does he win if Lamar? No, he doesn't still. Um, Sony Michelle as his RB2 is not a humongously great play. Um, it's difficult to watch Eckle go down like that. Um, he had some pretty good pieces all season. DK Metcalf didn't really show up. Um, and I mean, Dale is hot. That Adams Rogers, I feel like we're talking about it every single week. Um, that Adams Rogers, we talked, we pooed almost every single one except for this matchup and, and Hill and uh, this coupling rather and Hill and uh, Mahomes. But you know, Joe Mixon and Robinson not having big games. Um, and him still putting up 118 points makes me very nervous going into the playoffs. Um, they, I mean, they combined for what? 62 points? 62.35 points? That's a lot of points for two players yeah. on the same team. Yeah, it's big. Uh, and uh, that's a dangerous combo. You know, it, as I mentioned earlier, the werewolves are teams that, could go all the way in the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if they were the champion, if they just have the right week. I know if Doge was here that he would say that this is anybody can win any week this whole season. Uh, it's just so, so much parody. Uh, and I could see with the Rod Rogers Adams combo. And if Joe Mixon has an actual good game instead of soaring seven, that he could be real dangerous. But we'll get to that in a second. As I keep teasing, uh, we'll we'll just cover the last matchup real quick. We got two front runners here. We have a front runner for the championship, uh, scoring a monstrous amount of points without his best player, and another team that uh, it's it's just one of those seasons where just everything has been falling apart. And he got he more than doubled him up uh, with the two beers, two deep scoring one eight forty eight point two five, and the Papa Squats scoring seventy one point four. And it is really Dickensian in that sort of tale of two seasons sort of way, where Chris, even with your best player just gone off the board, no chance of coming back. You've had to deal with other injuries and stuff like that, but your team just keeps scoring points all the time, no matter who you plug in. And no matter what Spencer does, somebody gets injured and something just falls apart. I I think we're, we're looking at a respective two champions here. Well, thank you for saying that, first of all. It touches the cockles of my heart. Um, but, you know, it's mostly luck. You know, what I've realized is I chose these players and traded for these players because I like these people because of the way it just happened to turn out that it all worked out. Um, did I lose? Uh, I just want to let everybody know it's what is it going to be week 15? Um, he has not played since week eight. He is still uh, a top 10 running back in the NFL uh, in terms of yards uh, and points. Uh, so, you know, kind of crazy uh, when he figured that out. Um, but, you know, it was a big piece. And Spencer also had that, though. Spencer had a lot of huge pieces drop off. Uh, and I just got lucky with a very good quarterback. Um, my tight end is the number one tight end in fantasy. Um, and, you know, wide receiving core has been doing great all season. Debo is literally a freak. Um, Surprise. And it's great to watch him play. 
<laughs> if it really is like he's he's become one of the best wide receiver run running back combo guys along with like Corderell Patterson but uh I mean he I think Debo is just that much better he's one of the best players in football right now he's outrageously good I, I can't even imagine what it'd be like if Henry was healthy right now your team would be unstoppable right imagine if Derek Henry was playing and instead of Devontae Freeman or Clyde Edwards player there was 26 points so we guess another 16 points 15 points you know, it's a big swing, not having to area, but it hurts. But we've overcome with persevered. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll see. There's just two more games left for you to win. And that's the part that makes me nervous. That's the part that makes me nervous is there's only two more games left. So anything can happen in those two games. <sighs> Holding my breath. Yeah. Well, that's, that wraps up the matchups. So there's only one thing to do now, and that's look forward. And what's forward is the playoffs. Ready to talk some playoffs? Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. This is Sparta! It's, it's the playoffs, guys. It, it, we're here. This is what it's all about. There's money on the line. There's naming rights on the nine. You have to get a stupid t-shirt if you lose. I know because I was the mouth breather all season. No longer. Here we are, Chris. It's can you believe it? And and we're in the playoffs. Sorry, sorry, Joe. I know you almost made it, but you didn't. It would have been nice if everyone on the podcast made the playoffs. It would have been, I mean, people would have shouted collusion, uh, of course. Um, which makes but, no sense. Which makes no sense at all. But you know, I like hearing it. I like hearing it though. People are feisty. They're feisty about it. I like it. Um, the playoffs are gonna be super freaking tight. Oh man, I can't wait. Um, I mean, I can't wait. I guess I have a first round bye, but okay. So, Chris, I, I got I got two stats for you that to tell you the the story of why these teams are in the playoffs. Paint me a picture there, Benny. All right. So first of all, four of the six teams that made it to the playoffs were the most points scored in the league. Everybody except for Vinny and Keegan were in the top six. Joe was third and Jimmy was sixth and they're both in the mouth breather. Uh, that's that's stat one. So that says, you know, most of the teams were the the best scoring teams to make it in the second stat is of the six teams that made it to the playoffs they were all six of those teams had the least most points scored against so was it an easy the schedule least. yeah the least most. so all six teams that made the the playoffs had the least most points against yes exactly 
So they had the most potential to win, and they still made it to the mouth breather playoff. No, I'm saying the real. This is all real playoffs. That all the the guys in. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So all the people that made the playoffs. Yeah. So road getting there is what you're trying to say to me. Yeah. Exactly. Like. Put it in the layman's terms for me. Well, that I mean, basically, that the teams that made the playoffs. Right. Had uh, for what who they played and when they played had the easiest schedule, and that's what like maybe they didn't necessarily have the best team. Do you mean schedule? Schedule, sure. Yes, uh, if, if we're sp- uh, the speaking the Queen's English, that's for yeah, that's for our European listeners across the pond. Are there many? <laughs> yes, there are. Okay. What if we have a cult following? So, what if somewhere in the world there's a small town and they all just wonder what we're doing? I'm just kidding. That doesn't exist, but it would be a great show. <laughs> would it? No, it wouldn't. I'm just throwing out ideas now. Okay. All right. Let's talk. What, do we want to talk about mouth breather playoff first? Or we're going to talk about the good teams first. Let's talk. Let, let's talk about the mouth breather first. Let's save the. Uh the good teams for last. So first let's talk about the, the buy. Uh, as we go along, I want to kind of paint the picture of each team and how they got there. Uh, so the bye week teams are Fitz and Jimmy. And Jimmy's team, who's been in the playoffs almost every season, this is probably one of his worst teams he's ever had. Uh, his career in the Alba League or is 42 and 37 going into these playoffs. So he's got a pretty good team, and but not this season. And he's he's got the bye. Same thing with Fitz, our current champion, two-time champion in a row, is the twelfth seed. I had to. I I keep forgetting that Fitz won the championship two years each of the past two years. Yeah, it's a mind-boggling thing that Fitz um, is not in the in the playoffs. He's right. has a, and then it's even crazier to think that he's got the first round bye. Um, I'm almost certain his team is very hot at this point. Um, he's going to come out of this by, he's going to end up playing either Spencer or probably the dynasty. I want to say, um, and he can very easily beat both of those teams. Um, I have a lot of faith, um, that also Jimmy's team, he, he, Jimmy managed his team very well through a lot of injuries this year. Um, and still managed a five and nine season with a lot of people dropping off, right. um, a staggering amount on Jimmy's team that we that we didn't even really that kind of gets overshadowed. But like he lost a lot. I know Spencer lost a lot of people, but Jimmy also lost a lot of key players, um, right. and just salvaged some others. Um, so I think Jimmy's got a real shot to, you know, come out of the bye and with guns blazing. Hopefully, right. well, we'll see. So speaking of Spencer. We'll take a look at his matchup and uh, him and who's facing our sound guy, the Moose Mayhem. So it's the the seven versus the the eight or the seven versus the ten is what we're looking at here. And Moose, you know, I I couldn't believe this either as I'm looking at this is Moose's fourth year in the league. Uh, He's finished as high as second. And his career up to this point is 24 and 29. So he's going to look to turn it around here. And I think he has the right matchup to do it because 
the Papa Squats are are just uh, their team has fallen apart here. Now Spencer's team, who's been fifty four and sixty four his career since the beginning here, uh, he his team just has injuries left and right. He does have Fernet who's doing well. So uh, I think honestly, though, even out of after all that, the Moose is a shoe in here. Yeah, uh, it's uh, difficult to, um, you know, find the bright spots. But there are some on Spencer's team. There really are. Um, Kirk Cousins is not having a great fantasy season, but he's having a very good football season, so that there's always the chance that he'll have a good fantasy game. Singletary actually showed up last week um, for one of the first times as, like, an actual fantasy option. Um, Jerry Judy's coming back healthy. There's a chance that Spencer could win, but not up against Moose. Um, not right now. I so think you're going. Oh, go ahead. Oh, Moose, 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 Moose. Right. I think if uh, Adam Thielen, by some miracle, comes back this week, um, you know, that might be difficult. Uh, uh, Darren Waller, if he comes back, which it doesn't look like he will, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to pick Spencer just because I don't pick myself, but I do like my chances this week. I can't believe you're picking Spencer, but well, I see what you're doing there. I get it. Moving on to our other mouth breather matchup this week. It's uh, two of the OGs of the league, uh, according to what I've been studying here. It's the Dynasty versus the uh, Big X Bashers. And uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't have to worry about them. But so the dynasty, this is, I, I, I can't believe this either. This is the first time the Deej has not been in the playoffs. Is this our ninth season? Yeah, in our ninth season. This is the first wow. time. Deej, well done, man. Props to you. That's uh, fucking impressive. So, yeah, props to him there. Uh, and he's his, his record is in would regular say, season record. Would you say that his trips to the playoffs are almost dynastic in well he's never won and he's only been second three times that's true he's a prolific playoff yes he yeah he's more like a (laughs) i'm sorry man i was trying to make it work and i still couldn't make it work i tried for you deeds i tried Anyways, his regular season record is pretty great. It's 72 45 and one and the bashers uh who are uh are have been uh, what only described as mediocre throughout their career. They always kind of finish in the middle, uh, which is where he finds himself right now. It's in throughout his career, 60 and 58. This game, this matchup is going to be close. Uh, it, th- these two teams could have made the playoffs and we'll, we'll see where it goes. Uh, but to be honest with you, when I look at Chris's team and Greg's team, I, I think Deej is just a little bit better here, and I think his team's going to turn it around a little bit from last week. He had a real down week, uh, and I think the Bashers are going to be threatening the mouth breather here. Yeah, this is toit. Uh, this is real toit. Um, here's here's where my brain immediately goes to. Um, I'm looking at flex position um and to me the flex position is a spot to get points and i think in my opinion 
Damian Harris is not going to get as many points as Antonio Gibson, uh, even though Damian Harris has been playing well and been fantasy relevant. Um, I think it's going to be an off game. Um, is it their bye week? Did I just fucking say that? And is their bye week? No. Okay. <laughs> Last week was their bye week. Um, uh, I'm going to go Dynasty. Uh, I think the Bashers make uh, take another step closer to uh, breathing from his mouth for a year. Oh, right. Damien Harris has been okay, though. Oh, it's the word. He just has so many on weeks and then so many also off weeks because they changed their offense because they're just trying to win fucking games. Joe, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with the dynasty. Never count them out. This guy's still relying on a DK Metcalf. Ugh. He's hurt. I yeah. feel like he has a, DK and Justin Jefferson. You know, I mean, DK has been a disappointment. I think. I know that's the whole thing. Wow. If DK was DK, Eckle would not be in this situation. But we can't talk about what ifs. We can all can talk about what's next. Right. Yeah. And so, speaking of what what's next, let's talk about the the real champs, the ones who are in the playoffs. The, uh, but before, before real, real quick, before we talk about the actual matchups, like I did for the mouth breathers, we got the two buys, uh, which are two of the podcasters. One of them, like I said, is on a pilgrimage to Wichita, Kansas. Uh, again, those who are looking out for you. Uh, Wieners, Wien Dogs, who's the two seed this year, he has had a rough career in the Alba League up until this point. Uh, he's only made the playoffs once before in 2014. It was a 10 and three season though. Uh, he's never been the mouth breather though. He's almost been, he's been 11th before, but this year everything's come together for him. And he, he has, he's resting on a 59 and 59 record. Exactly. Even on the flip side is a team. Grasso, you want to, you want to take a quick stab and guess how many times you've made the playoffs? Three. You have made the playoffs five times. Okay. This is your fifth time. This is my fifth time. Okay, so I was four times not in the playoffs, four times in the playoffs. Yes. Before this year. Okay, you know, I'm okay with that. That's average. I mean, it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, and this is your second year in a row with the most points in the league going into the playoffs. Uh, So, But your record overall has been 58 and 60. So one more good season and you'll turn it positive. Okay. I don't like not being over 500. That's not great. Well, you got you can you can turn it around next year. That's your regular season record. Uh, so moving on to the matchups that matter, we'll start with mine, which I'm a so so th- th- this is th- these are two people who have so not not been in the league. I guess I could say since the beginning. Uh, Dale in his second season has made the playoffs at seven and seven, and he's uh, he's. 12 and 15, but he had a rough rough start to the league last year. What Me, on the own, other hand. Did he have an 0 and 6 start? What was it last year? Uh, he went 5 and 8 last year, so I think it might have been I think it might have been 0 and 8. And then he went 5, and then he won his next game in the playoffs. Right, in the playoffs. Shit. Yeah, so yeah, so he's, he's 12 and 15 going to this. 
me, uh, who came in uh, in 2016. Uh, I've been in the playoffs. This is my fourth time in the playoffs. I won in my first year. I came in second my third, my, my second year. I came in fifth my third year, seventh my fourth, and I was the mouth breather last year. So what it was just... A, yo, let's talk about that a, fucking slide for one second. <laughs> can, you, can you hit that one more time? You went first? Yes, first, third, second. No, oh, first, second. Second, second, fifth, fifth, seventh, seven, twelfth. Oof, what yeah. a slide! But now you're back, baby. You're yeah, back no, at back. it. Yeah, and I, so I'm forty-eight and thirty-one up until this point. Uh, but the Would matchup, forty-eight and thirty-one. Yes, that's pretty fucking good, dude. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. But I've only won once, so we'll see if I, I if I get it again this year. What's the and, percentage compared to what's the percentage compared to Deej? Your win percentage. Uh, DJ is probably higher. I didn't do percentages. I think he's higher than me, though. Okay. If I did a, a rough math, Vinny, if you're listening and you, you add it up, you let me know. Uh, so, but going talking about this specific matchup, which is what we're here for, uh, it's it's going to be close. You know, I, I wonder about Aaron Rodgers' toe. Uh, I know he it didn't bother him last week, but he said he re, it said he reaggravated his injury. I've got a huge hole in quarterback. Uh, not whole, but it's mediocre. But Jonathan Taylor is like the, the baddest guy in the NFL. So uh, for my own sake, I'm picking myself. Oof. Uh, mm. oh. It's going to be close, though. It's going to be toit. Uh, it's going to be real toit. Um, I don't. What's going on with the projection for the. Why is it so. Oh, OK, I'm seeing. OK, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. This is previous matchups. Week nine. That's that what not I'm good. Um, man, it's going to be Dale's team is rolling right now, but Jonathan Taylor, um, is a freak. Um, his projection is 20 points. His average is 22.6. That's not low. Um, he will finish as the number one running back in fantasy and I will owe Ben $5. Um, that being said, I think overall, I got ah, fuck. This is tough. I'm going werewolves. This it gets harder at the end of the season because every team is so good, right? And this season has been so close. It's literally a fucking coin toss. It's five points. That's what ESPN says. Five points. ESPN right. is really right. Um, hot damn. I think I'm going werewolves. I'm sorry, buddy. I mean, yeah. If if Rodgers and Adams go off again, I'm I'm screwed. Right. And that's and they're facing Baltimore, who has two injured. He's they're the very injured team overall, but they have two of their best DBs are out. Humphreys is done for the season. There's very big chance that they will pick apart um this secondary. Right. I don't know. Even though they you might get 30 points or sorry, 30 points out of each of them, maybe 60 total. Uh I don't know if the rest of um Dale's team can carry that. I mean, Gerald Everett is your tight end. Uh, Tyler Bass has not been great. I know he's a kicker, but Marquise Brown, if, if Lamar's not throwing the football, that's dangerous. So then I think you have a better overall team. Um, I think Diggs will have a good game. James Conner, even though Edmonds might come back, I think will still be the number one against Detroit. I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think it's been here. We'll see where it goes. It's a, this is, this is a tense time. Like I said, anybody can win. I like anybody's chance. I think the only one who doesn't have a chance is Moose. I really don't think you're going to end up being without the leader. 
moving on to the last matchup, another actually no, Jimmy Jimmy came into the year, league the same year I did, I think. At least my research told me that. Mm, I don't know about that. Maybe. Unless oh, he, did he ever have a different name besides Show Me a TDs? Or was that well, always he, that's because well we have the wrong team name here. You you want you want uh you don't want Show Me Your TDs. You want Keeks to success. Oh, why did I do that? Oh, duh. Oh, geez. Well, speaking of that, okay. I don't uh, I pulled the wrong card there. Okay, yeah. So the Keeks to success is another OG. Anyways, thank you, sound guy slash producer. Keep him right. Keep him on track. There it is. All right. So Keegan, who has been around a long time and also a champion. People forget he won in 2017. I absolutely forgot that Keegan won in 2017. <laughs> if you would have put a gun to my head and say, did Keegan ever win the album? I would have been like, bad, probably not. And I would be dead. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Keegan. No disrespect. You're good at fantasy football. That would be a real messed up way to reason to kill somebody I mean, man have you ever seen saw that shit's crazy <laughs> okay fair enough uh so yeah so 27 uh, he, he won in 2017 he's made the playoffs four times this is his fifth time i guess uh and he's 61 and 57 overall so uh, he's up against uh every, who someone who likes to remind everybody that he is a three-time champion uh well deserved uh, I guess, I mean, if you win three championships, why not talk about it? It's the Vince Loons, who's been, he's another OG since the beginning. What's uh, this is what I want to hear this right now. Well, you know, amazingly, this is an interesting thing about Vinny's record. So he's seven and seven this season, right? right? He had the first four seasons in the league. He finished at seven and six every single season. 2013, seven and six. He finished in eighth. 2014, he finished seven to six. He won that year. 2015, he won that year too. He was seven and six. Uh, 2016, he was also seven and six, and he finished fifth. Vinny likes to say this too. He finished. He only finishes first, fifth, or eighth, uh, which is what happens. He won again in 2018, but his overall record was 63 and 55. Uh, who's right. uh, second re- and regular season only to Deej but he has three championships. So what's more important, I guess. Right. Playoff wins. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which he, if you add playoff wins in, which I didn't, he would uh, by far outstrip everybody else. Yeah. No, I'm very consistent in the playoffs. He, um, his team usually gets hot at the right time. Um, But that being said, um, I think there's a lot of little weak spots um, that really make me nervous. Um, his RB2 um, is Kareem Hunt not coming back. He's doubtful. Um, that makes me nervous going forward. Um, and I think that might be his uh, eventual downfall. So does that mean you're going with the Kings? I'm going Keegan. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he can generate enough. I mean, Gabriel's playing well, but it's kind of a coin toss if he's going to get a touchdown or not. Um, he has had the eye of Allen. Um, it's hard to say, um, but I'm, I'm. I think I'm going Keeks. I think Hill. I think Hill and Mahomes have a big game against the Chargers because they have to to keep up with Herbert. 
so you're going with the geeks you said yeah geeks 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 okay so i realized in all that uh talking about the history of these two teams i neglected to talk about the current matchup so uh i'm gonna go back and talk about that matchup right now and uh, i agree with everything you said but i want to emphasize too that keegan's team's actually turning out to be pretty good here in the stretch when he needs it to melvin gordon uh, like I mentioned earlier, he, even though Javante Williams has been fantastic, Melvin Gordon and him have been splitting great time and they've been able to really carve out fantasy roles for each other where you can start both of them. So I expect him to do well. Saquon Barkley is getting a little healthier. Mahomes has been better. Uh, Vinny does have a chance, you know, if if Zeke actually does something again, I can't believe how much he's fallen from like his fantasy heights of the past four years. KG Osborne could be good. Pat, Pat Fearmuth has been Ben Roethlisberger's only option lately. Uh, so there are uh, there are paths where Vinny can win this game. He does need a lot of luck on his side. That being said, I'm still leaning towards Keegan. So I'm going Keeks. I um. I don't like Mike Davis has the RB2 here for Keegan. I do think the Melvin Gordon start is good. He's been starting Noah Fant all season. He's been doing, you know, next to nothing really, but he doesn't have many better options. Um, I do think this will be tight, but I think Vinny pulls this one out. I think Josh Allen, I think he'll play and I think he's angry. They'll probably lose, but, uh, you know, um, and Gabe Davis, I think will have at least a touchdown. So I might go Vinny here. All right, it's going to be tight. I mean, like I, I keep harping on this, but it's kind of the theme of this week is that anybody can win any game this week. It's in any given Sunday sort of season. Uh, so we'll see what happens. And I'm going to be on the edge of my seat all th- Thursday. And there's Saturday games this week, too. So, yes, remember, there are Saturday games this week. It's a weird fucking thing. I don't understand why. Is it because like some TV contract thing where there used to be playoffs this week, but there's not? Well, then there used to be a wild card game this week, but now since you bumped it up a year, so I bumped no, it up. There, there's week. always Saturday games starting in like, I believe it's like the third or fourth to last weekend. Right. It's kind of like how the last week of the season, they don't do Monday night games either. Uh... Why do I like not know these basic things about football that I should like know? I've been paying paying attention to football for at least ten years, right? I should know that information, right? Well, now you do know it, and now it's recorded here for the rest of history. <laughs> and on that note, uh, I think that's a a good point for us to wrap up this evening for the Pine for a podcast for. The Two Beers Too Deep, Christopher Grasso for our man in the booth, our producer and sound guy, the Moose Mayhem, Joe Fermusa, for Wieners Wean Dogs, who's somewhere in parts unknown of Wichita, Kansas. On the road again. So, some sort of pilgrimage. I don't know, Joe. Or, sorry, I don't know, Greg. Give us a call. We're worried about you. On the Broken Cock, the mouth breather, only for a few more weeks. Still the mouth breather, though. You still suck at fantasy football. For now. For now. I I can't believe I'm doing this in the sign-off. Nobody's been calling me the mouth breather all season. What's up, guys? I was expecting more mouth breather chance. Hasn't happened. You guys are blowing golden opportunities. Fuck you, and I'll see you tomorrow. On that note...
Good night, everybody. I mean, everybody. <laughs> everybody, remember to win your week. We definitely missed an opportunity on Sunday for a great mouth breather chant. And uh, we just didn't even think about it. That's exactly what I said to Michelle on the way home. Can't wait until the Jets win and there's been terrible music about the Jets winning in like 20 years. It's gonna be worse than mumble rap. Stutter rap, it's gonna be even worse.